This podcast is brought to you by Chames Entertainment, LLC. ChamesEntertainment.com is the place you can go to view all of my latest music and poetry, in addition to custom poetry and branding packages that I offer. Be sure to check out my newest mixtape, Love and Business, which is available now. Again, all of that is available at ChamesEntertainment.com. C-H-A-M-E-S Entertainment.com. Now let's get it. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the 11th episode of JC, the Hip Hop Trader. I want to thank everybody who's been rocking with me so far. I want to, uh, I, I really appreciate the, the support. Um, it's Friday, pre-market hours, November 16th. I'm JC. And I really, the the first thing I want to do in this episode is speak to some of the comments that I made in my previous episode. Because if you follow, I, I mentioned that I believed this week would be a very good week for the stock market. And I was wrong about that. <laughs> if you follow the stock market and I want to speak to um, why we should not run away from the stock market because of how it's moving right now. But I also want to speak to the fact that it's impossible to time the market. And I want to reiterate that. And I want to be clear that when I made that statement, it was a it was an opinion based off of indicators and based off of previous knowledge. And that just goes to show that it's impossible to time. And even if I go back and explain the indicators, it's easy to see how I could have been wrong. And I'll explain that because I mentioned that after the election. So I, there were a couple reasons why there were three reasons really why I thought that we were going to um why well actually make that four reasons why I thought that we were going to have a good week this week. Reason number 1 the elections were over. And we seem to be reacting positively to the results. Reason number two, we were just getting out of the October declines and stocks had plenty of room to come back up. Reason number three, 
I mentioned that um, we don't really appear to be in a major economic slowdown of, of any sort. So it's not anything like the financial crisis where, I mean, even though we've run up a lot, I mentioned since Trump's been in office, companies still seem to be doing well overall. Reason number four, which I mentioned regarding the the EMA and SMA indicators after the election. Well, before the election, we seemed to be trending above the EMA indicators. But then after the election, we we also broke through the, the SMA indicators. And then towards the end of the week, we retreated back and those lines started to cross. Now, I mentioned that when those lines cross, it usually indicates a big move in either direction. That was a very, that's a very, um, that's something I want to highlight. Either direction. So I was well aware that I could be wrong about that. But when you when I took all the other factors into consideration, I thought that short term, we might be seeing a good week or two from the stock market. It turned out to be the other way because at that cross on Monday, we had a a big move down. And a lot of times... Where that big move occurs, that indicates a trend for a little bit. And for the rest of the week, we trended down. Even though we had some days where the market was green, it was still trending below those lines. And I want to point out that these indicators and these things that we use to try to predict the market the best that we can you can't predict, you can't time the market. It's impossible to time the market. It's impossible to um, make the perfect trade because you're always going to be in that. And that's what I really want to drive home and what I've been trying to drive home from the beginning. And that is why we keep money in cash. And that is why we diversify our portfolios, and that is why we don't make all of our buys at once. And we space it out and we wait and see what's going to happen because we don't know what's going to happen. So we don't want to go all in on a stock with all of our capital at one time. It's just not logical based off of the fact that The market is unpredictable. Now, I will say this. I'm not necessarily... I I did mention that I thought Friday was a good day to make some buys. That was still fine. If you made some buys Friday, that's cool. What I'm going to say now is that I wouldn't necessarily make any more. 
now that we are trending below, all the major indexes seem to both be trading below their EMA and SMA indicators. Don't sell everything. <laughs> Don't panic. This isn't the time to panic and sell everything. I'm just saying, don't be aggressive. Don't, I, I wouldn't view this as a good time, especially if you're, if you're not in the stock market, go ahead, test the waters. And um, it's okay to j just keep in mind that you might have to hold it for a little bit before it comes back up and, and you start to see a return on your investment. Uh, but if you're already in the stock market and you've already made a decent amount of buys in uh, during the correction uh, and uh, maybe you made a buy on Friday or some some other days earlier this week. Let those play out. I, I wouldn't view this as the time to make a bunch more uh, a lot more uh, purchases, especially because. We, because we're trending below those lines, it's very possible that we can see additional downside. And we don't want to get caught in a situation where we don't have a good amount of cash on the side to make buys if we do indeed continue to go lower. I also I also want to talk about today a couple of the factors that may have led the the market to continue to go lower. And one of those things is crude oil prices uh hit their they're at their lowest level since December 2017. They hit their lowest level since December 2017. And Oftentimes, and I mentioned before that multiple things can be catalysts to send the market higher or lower, and it depends on your perspective. There are people out there that have that perspective that um, the the that that's gonna signal a, a slow a slow up in the economy, so people sell out of stocks. We also, we, so we've already been seeing people sell out of the bank stocks and um, the bank stocks have been hurting for the majority of the year. Maxine Waters came out and said that uh, easing bank reg regulations will come to an end. She came out and said that last week and banks started to tank even more when she said that. But I want everybody to note that Warren Buffett, the great Warren Buffett, has been buying banks this week into weakness. So that just goes to show that, I mean, he's the professional of the professional. So that just goes to show that this market isn't doomed. The stock market isn't necessarily doomed. You just can't be fearful. You you just can't uh you can't look at the the action that that's going on and and think that you should just forget about stocks altogether. 
that that's not what we do in times like this. Now, you might need to make some, if, if your portfolio's not diversified, if you're too heavy in one, in a particular stock because you had so much faith in it, if you're so, you might need to trim some positions, you might need to readjust your portfolio in order to make sure that, again, you have that cash on the side and to make sure that you're diversified. And that's why I've been calling out some of these other stocks that aren't necessarily going to fall as quickly and are, are going to hold their value more steadily uh, in regards to these market corrections. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I called out Dominion Energy. I believe they're actually up about 5% since I called them out. Because a lot of the declines we've been seeing, we saw them in the banks. We mainly have seen them, though, in the technology sectors, which are the sectors that we as millennials are, are the most interested in because we're interested in that growth. And there's nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, we can't, we can't put all of our faith in that just because we have faith in how the stocks, how the companies will perform in the future. Sometimes that doesn't have anything to do with the stock price. The stock prices have still run up a lot. We are still, uh, we're, we're still experiencing, a lot of investors are still trying to figure out if these stocks are overpriced. So some of them are continuing to sell off. I, I mentioned that uh, in the semiconductor chip sector that we could be nearing a bottom. But the reason why they're selling off is because, again, analysts and these investors are looking at these stocks and saying, hey, I think we're valuing these a little bit too high. I also said that um, now... Applied Materials and NVIDIA, both uh, Applied Materials is ticker symbol AMAT and NVIDIA is ticker symbol NVDA. And they both reported earnings last night and NVIDIA fell, let me double check where they're at now, they're down 17% pre-market. And I really, I really think that, um, I, I do still think that semiconductors are, are nearing a bottom. But again, I said that we could, they, they, they looked like they were starting to recover from the October lows. But again, I did mention that a retest of the lows overall could be in order. And I believe that that's what we're going to see. We're going to see a retest of the lows and we're going to figure out if that is indeed the bottom. And again, I could be wrong. We, they could be going lower, but overall, I still think that now that they've come down and that they 
aren't as elevated as they were earlier in the year, it's a better time to take a long position on them. I also want to mention that I brought up Amazon because uh, I've been saying to buy Amazon in the weakness. And I also said that I believed that it would be holding its value at the 1700 mark. And that if it fell back down to the 1700 mark, I believed that that would be a good time to uh, increase a position or to start a position. And Amazon did not hold at the 1700 mark. And it's now at, uh, as we speak, it's down to the 1600 mark. That doesn't mean that you got an Amazon at the at the wrong time. You're not always going to be, and this is just a lesson for everybody, you're not always going to be right about when a stock is going to turn around because that's impossible to predict. But what you can be right about is that you're getting it at a good price for a long-term play. And I also mentioned that we shouldn't be investing in the stock market with money that we are going to need over the next two years. And that is just because that that's just speaking to the unpredictability of the stock market and knowing that anything could happen. I also mentioned that I wasn't really that confident, that confident in 2019 in the outlook because we had so much stuff still going on. And when I said that we might have a good couple of weeks, I was saying that as just an opinion of a short term. Short term, it's really impossible to predict the market. But again, like I said, it was my opinion. But I did also say in that opinion that even if we ran up over the next few weeks, I was afraid for 2019 because we could see some more downside. I just timed that wrong, guys. Like I, (laughs) it was just a few, a few weeks uh, timing, but we are still seeing some more downside. I just didn't think we would continue to see it as quickly as we saw it based on those factors that I mentioned earlier. So if, if you made buys this week, don't stress out about them. If you made buys last week, don't stress out about them. Just don't rush to make a lot uh, many more buys. Just don't rush to do that. Wait and see what happens. It's okay to wait and see what happens. The stock market is about patience. It's about patience and it's about waiting to see what um, it's about striking at the right time and not striking out of fear that you're going to miss out or fear that or, or, or selling everything out of fear that stocks are going to go to zero or that stocks are finished because a lot of these uh, people online will tell you based on the charts of like the FANG stocks like the Amazons like the, the the Netflix, the Googles, they'll tell you these stocks are finished. And 
they're just looking at the charts, but we still, we have to look at more than the charts. We have to look at their actual financials and we have to look at their long-term, uh, their long-term goals and their long-term outlook. And, and that's what we really need to base our opinions on regarding the stock market. That being said, let me get into my long play of the day. My long play of the day is Home Depot HD. Once again, I'm giving you guys an option and a way to diversify your portfolio outside of the technology space. Now, Home Depot just recently reported earnings and they've reported great earnings, in my opinion. But the stock still, it, it, it fell initially, and it still has been a little stagnant since then, based on the market not really responding well recently as a whole. Now, Home Depot also has probably been facing some pressure because the housing market isn't that great right now. Home Depot shouldn't really be getting hit by that, but they are. Again, this isn't the stock market is about people's opinions and how they view certain things. And it's a psychological game. So I don't personally think Home Depot should be getting hit as hard as it's getting hit in regards to the housing market because the housing market just has to do with new homes and Home Depot's not losing business on these people that uh already have homes and are looking to uh are, are looking to do renovations and, and things of that sort. I also like Home Depot over Lowe's, but we'll 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 probably uh get into that a little deeper. But again, that, that's just my personal opinion based off of the research that I've done. And I believe that Home Depot is has come down a lot from its highs. It The 52-week high, which would have been, I believe, in either August, late August or early September, uh, it, it touched 215. And now it's down at 177. I think this is a great opportunity to pick up this company to, to hold it long term. I think it's a great, great American company that can diversify your portfolio. This is the first stock that I've called out that's in the brick and mortar retail space. And I, I do think that Brick and mortar still has value when you're talking about the companies that are still able to do it in a way that they incorporate e-commerce and they're still able to continue to evolve and continue to speak to their customers in a way that is evolving with the times. And I believe that Home Depot does that, which is why I'm calling it out as, as a long play of the day. Again, that is Home Depot, ticker symbol HD. I mentioned 
earlier that I wanted to reiterate that this is not the time to panic. This is not the time to sell everything. And I want to bring up the fact that when you panic and you sell everything, oftentimes you'll regret it. Because again, the market has historically gone up over time. And even if we're in a bear market currently or entering into a bear market, we have no idea. Again, you can't time the market. So we have no idea when that is going to turn around. We have no idea when that is going to transform itself into a bull market again. And I wanted to call out the fact that I have sold it all before and regretted it because I was afraid of things going, uh, I was afraid of the stocks going lower and I just sold everything out of fear. Well, there was a rebound and I regretted selling and I regretted not being there for the rebound. The stock market is really about patience, patience. You, it's very, very rare that you're going to get into a stock that just shoots up right after you get into it. But that's why we do the research. That's why we um, look at the charts and figure out, are we getting it at a good price to hold it long term? Because ultimately, that's what we're talking about here on this podcast. We're talking about long-term investing. And we're talking about figuring out how to set up a portfolio that's going to last for the long haul. And we're talking about preserving income and not just looking for the crazy gains because when you do that, it's easy to get caught up. And I've told multiple stories already and will continue to do that uh, regarding instances where I was looking for those quick gains, the quick pops, the quick flips, as I say, in the, the market using and doing numerous different things. And it really comes down to the fact that when it comes to the stock market, the people who have been the most successful, like the Warren Buffetts, over a long period of time are using the market in a way that preserves income and not necessarily looks for, and, and they, they aren't necessarily looking for the, the quick pops. They're looking to preserve income and they're looking to make a steady incline a, a steady increase in their portfolios that's going to stay in line or beat inflation. And that is possible with the stock market if you play it right. You can't sell out of fear 
you can't sell everything out of fear and you can't be so exposed either that you don't have capital on the side to either make buys or capital on the side that you're going to need. And if you don't have a diversified portfolio that can last through an economic downturn, that is really what it comes down to. And that is really what I want to drive home today. That being said, I hope everybody has a great Friday. I hope everybody has a great weekend. Please, please, please remember that it is impossible to time the market. Use the tools, but don't let that be the end all be all. They're really, they're just tools. They aren't, uh, they aren't going to be soothsayers for you. They, they aren't going to lead you into a situation where you are definitely going to make uh, a return for sure. You still have to, uh, you still have to be able to, you have to manage your risk. And as the great Warren Buffett said before, the stock market isn't about hitting a bunch of home runs. It's about not taking the big losses and it's about the singles and doubles and those will eventually add up i hope everybody enjoyed the episode and until next time it's jc y'all be on money phones talking flipping bricks i'ma show you little boys what the difference is fuck your party fuck your race put the money in the safe for republican and office make more bread LLC, put some money in the markets, get your gains tax less than the poor get. Uh, uh, fuck with me and get some money. Some money. Fuck with me and get some money. Some money. Fuck with me and get some money. Some money. Fuck with me and get some money. Some I just dropped the stack on PayPal. I'm talking stocks. I just dropped the stack on PayPal. I've been up since third quarter earnings drop. Then I cop 1200 and shop. They my PayPal. Affiliated checks coming twice a month on top of.